1: Well, met, fellow adventurers, so to find the avatar of Tokuruk, I've went to the old North Wood. So I'm going to explore it a bit to find the idol, which, of course, narratively speaking, I already found. It's just that in this game, the order in which you play the games isn't necessarily the order in which they happened. Because I think a large part of them are being told in the very distant future. Or something like that. Anyway, if anything doesn't make sense, they just... The story got changed a bit over the generations. Bordered by Lake Iowan on the south, and the stone hills of northwestern Telsior on the north, this legendary some would say haunted, forest, remains a place that few willingly dare to tread. Much of the forest is, and has been, in a prolonged state of decay for several centuries, with its once proud hardwood giants black with what. A few areas of the wood, however, appear to have escaped the unnatural blight that managed to conquer the west of the forest. Now let's just go explore it. I've not been here before, so there's no previously discovered locations to visit. A heavy, eerie silence hangs over the gloomy, decaying wood. Now and again, the distant, chilling sound of some strange forest creature reaches your ears as you move through the thick, tangled maze of towering, watting hardwoods. Keep exploring. He explored the ancient forest for quite some time without discovering anything of any particular significance. Now that's the no luck message. And I think what well, they described the forest of, yeah, that changes It's now the old north wood. Just, just mixing up a little bit. Yeah, I'm not getting very lucky. Oh, here's a trio of forest worms. Looks, uh, what are they? These large grey worms can be found in a remote wilderness where they feed ferociously on anything unlucky enough to cross their path. Oh no! I crossed their path! Oh well. i will just going to stab them. Stab, be stab, be stab. They attempt to devour you with no success at all. They are slain. 5 XP. You pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment, following the defeat of the three forest worms. At last, certainly you're no longer in any immediate danger here. You once again set off to resume your exploration. Okay, I'm going to explore a few more times. Ah! Oh, here's here's a dark cave. Now that, that's just a random little dungeon. No, no, nothing interesting there, just leave it be. Blackhorn Beetle. stabity stab stab stab. Oh and a sturdy hide belt. And two entire gold pieces. Leafy Prowlers. I probably should have read the description for them. Oh you can look that up. Some loot as well. Here's a lone cave goblin. Alright. rook's influence probably. Even if not directly, Tekeruk has a lot of influence on a lot of goblins. Keep exploring. Three armored scavengers. These long, grey-shelled omnivorous beetles have a lengthy, have a lengthy curved horn that protrudes from the front of their head. Their broad, flattened head. Their shells are extremely hard. Alright, you know what, after this, one more exploration, and then I'm going to pause until something new turns up. Okay, going to pause until something new turns up. I have found something new. You emerge from a tangled thicket and find yourself at the edge of a small forest clearing. The far side of the clearing sits a large mound of upturned earth, the middle of which is a wide hole. Your pulse quickens when you suddenly realise you are looking at a jade fang lair. Gruesome tales involving these deadly predatory ants can be found in virtually every corner of the North Portlands. Their fearsome reputation is well earned. Many towns and villages have been ravaged by these foul and fearless creatures. GM's note, the jade fang lair is a special, combat-intensive, scaled scenario it can be played more than once. The object is to make your way into the lair of the vicious ants and clear it out. Not an inviting prospect. You may even run into the Jade Fang Queen. All the enemies you face in the snow have been pr- pr- scaled to provide equal difficulty and maximum rewards to adventurers all skill levels. Good luck and watch yourself in there. And uh, now I know where this jade fang lair is. You, you just have to see the direction all the other animals are running away from. That's where the jade fang lair is. <laughs> yes, just just follow the sound of animals screaming in death. And then you will find it. Now, that's probably a bit difficult at my current power level, so I'll just leave it be. Leave it be. Move away from here. Alright, back to normal exploring. Just encountered Jade Fang ants twice in a row. As if they caught me snooping around their lair and decided to follow. Alright, I just found something. You've made a special note of this location. The moss covered idol. and may return to it in whatever in the future, whenever you explore the old Northwood, you stand at the base of a cracked, moss-covered stone idol. The ancient, towering pillar stands nearly ten feet tall. Carvings that depict a gruesome scene. A horde of goblins slaying armoured humans cover the mossy surface of the idol. A strange, unsettling feeling comes over you as you gaze upon the monument. So I can use divination to give me some clues and i will succeeded not surprisingly you sense a powerful aura of evil surrounding the ancient idol okay i think this is where well, i know obviously i know i've, I've done this before but sir croakington is pretty sure this is where he's supposed to go and has already been perhaps it's complicated Because I'm making it complicated. Approach the idol. As you approach the idol, an unsettling feeling that came over you only a moment ago swiftly deepens into dread. A white swirling mist rises up from the base of the monument. Out of the swirling fog that is quickly enveloping the idol emerges a terrifying apparition. Ghost that emerges from the mist swirling about the stone idol is certainly a gruesome sight to behold. At first, you're not entirely certain the glow, the apparition drifting slowly in your direction is, isn't human, but as the glowing spirit raises its head, you cast aside all doubt. It is the leering, hideously disfigured face of the mountain goblin upon which your gaze locks. The ghost of the goblin. Clad in a mix of leather and chain armour, and wielding a hefty two-handed hammer, glares at you and scar- scowls. The foul spirit of the departed goblin opens its mouth and appears to speak, but no words reach your ears. As the goblin raises its mighty hammer, you instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance. Without a sound, the sinister goblin spirit rushes forward and attacks... Swiping at you with this ghostly but still somehow deadly instrument of death. I guess it's directly hitting my soul or something like that. Who, Who knows? It's not exactly specified how it is that ghosts can hurt you. They just can. Because they're ghosts. They don't have to make sense. What's what are you gonna do if they don't make sense? Kill them? They've already had that! (laughs) Hammer Wielding Goblin Spirit. Without a sound, the fearsome body goblin spirit swipes at you with this heavy hammer. Brutal stroke for 12 damage, and it is slain. 70 XP. The glowing spirit of the hammer wielding goblin shimmers brightly for a few moments, then vanishes. Even you once again standing alone before the mossy-covered idol. The fog that rose up to enshroud the monument slowly dissipates until no trace of it remains. You're about to turn away from the idol and resume your trek through the forest, but something red on the base of the idol catches your eye. Ooh! You stoop down and examine the base of the idol, discover a small triangular impression set into its rough surface. A single red marking. The exact likeness of the tattoo's adorning or right wrist has been smeared onto the stone at the back of the impression. You're certain this marking was not there when you first stumbled upon the upon the idol. Alright. Seven markings, so there's probably seven parts. Let's uh, examine the base. Yep. Alright. Take a bit of time to heal. Approach the idol. As you approach the idol, an unsettling feeling came over you only a moment ago deepens into dread. A white, swirling mist suddenly rises up from the base of the monument. Out of the swirling fog that quickly envelop, enveloping the idol emerges a horrifying figure. The ghost now emerging from the swirling mist that enshrouds the stowed is idol is nearly identical to the last spirit you encountered here. You are quick to, n- to note, however, that the left head leg, the gruesome goblin spirit, is no longer phantasmal; The limb has assumed physical form. The hammer-wielding undead goblin opens its mouth and appears to speak, but once again, no words reach your ears. So the goblin has
0: bizarro
1: phantom leg syndrome. As the goblin raises its mighty hammer, you instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance. Without a sound, the sinister goblin spirit rushes forward and attacks, swiping at you, this ghostly instrument of death. Hello again, hammer-wielding undead goblin. You're just undead because part of you is fleshy. Brutal stroke for 10 damage and then 9 damage, but it is slain. Another 70 XP. The glowing spirit of the hammer-wielding goblin shimmers brightly for a few moments and then vanishes, leaving you once again standing alone before the mossy stone idol. The fog that rose up to surround the monument slowly dissipates till no trace of it remains. Your eyes are once again drawn to the base of the idol. You stoop down and examine the base of the idol and discover a small triangular impression set into its rough surface. A pair of crimson markings, the exact likeness of the tattoos adoring your white right wrist, have been smeared onto the stone at the base at the back of the impression. You are certain these markings were not there when you first stumbled across the aisle. All right, approach it once more. And the fog comes out. The gruesome apparition now merging from the swirling fog that enshrouds the monument is nearly identical to the last spirit you encountered here. You're quick to note, however, the left and right legs of the gruesome goblin spirit are no longer phantasmal. The limbs have assumed a physical form. Your hammer-wielding foe opens his mouth and appears to speak. But once again, no words reach your ears. As the goblin rises his mighty hammer, you instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance. Without a sound, The sinister goblin spirit strides forward and attacks, swinging at you this ghostly instrument of death. Hammer-wielding undead goblin is probably a little bit stronger, but I don't really have to worry until the hands start being physical. Then it can, you know... Hit me harder. The foul undead goblin swipes through his mighty hammer and is slain. Another 70 XP. The glowing spirit of the hammer wielding goblin shimmers brightly for a few moments and then vanishes. Alright, look at the base. A trio of red markings and heal. Now, I think when when this was first out, the idol was put in before, I think, either with the first Seven Godmins Adventure or before any of them. So you're revealing them one at a time. You're slowly building up these markings over a few weeks. So it was more interesting then. You were wondering what was going to come next, but now you don't have to wait. Approach the idol again. More fog. The gruesome apparition now emerging from the swirling fog. Both that enshrouds the monument is nearly identical to the last spirit you encountered here. You are quick to note, however, that that the left leg, right leg, and left arm of the gruesome Goblin spirit are no longer phantasmal. The three limbs have assumed physical form. Your hammer-wielding foe opens his mouth and appears to speak. But once again, no words reach your ears. he He wants his head to become real. But they're coming in the wrong order. So he can't yell at me and probably insult my mother yeah, that, that's the sort of things you do when you're about to wield a big hammer on someone. As your goblin... Yeah, so when we say. Your, your father was an elderberry and your mother smelled of cheese! As the goblin raises his mighty hammer, you instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance. Without a sound, the sinister goblin spirit strides forward and attacks... Swing it to this ghostly instrument of death. Uh, It's the hammer wielding undead goblin again. It's probably very angry at me, since I've already killed it three times. Which which I mean puts him equal with (laughs) Redcoat. Well, admittedly okay, the third killing wasn't me but I was heavily involved. But he's not (laughs) But he's not gonna be at the top of the list of Most killed beings that you encounter. Yep, swipes at you with this mighty hammer. Brutal strokes for a bit of damage. Stab, 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 stab. stab, And slain. 71 XP. You're getting slightly more XP because it's slightly harder. Still plus three level.
0: The fog disappears drawn
1: to onto the base of the idol four crimson markings like those on my wrist. Uh, time to approach the idol again. Once you approach the idol, the unsettling feeling that come over you only a moment ago swiftly deepens into dread. A white swirling mist suddenly rises up from the base of the monument. After the swirling fog that is swiftly enveloping the idol emerges a horrifying figure. The gruesome apparition now emerging from the swirling fog that surrounds the monument is nearly identical to the last spirit you encountered here. You are quick to note, however, both legs and both arms of the goblin spirit are no longer phantasmal. Oh no! With two arms it can hit me harder! The four limbs have assumed physical form. Your hammer-wielding foe opens his mouth and appears to speak, but once again, no words reach your ears. As the goblin raises his mighty hammer, you instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance. Without sound, the sinister goblin spirit strides forward and attacks, swinging at you with his ghostly instrument of death. Hammer-wielding unguid goblin? We meet again, now I fight you, Brutal Stroke for 9 damage, swipes through this mighty hammer without a sound, Stappity 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 stab. stab. Brutal Stroke, a couple more Brutal Strokes, it is slain, 71 xp. The glowing spirit of the hammer wielding goblin shimmers brightly for a few moments then vanishes, Even you are once again standing alone before the mossy stone idol. The fog that rows up to enshroud the monument slowly dissipates until no trace of it remains. Your eyes are once again drawn to the base of the idol. Alright, there's five markings now. Alright, approach again. Here comes the fog. Or is it mist? I'm not exactly sure what the difference between those two is. I'm sure maybe a meteorologist would be able to explain, but not me. The growing apparition now emerging from the swirling fog that surrounds the monument is is, is, is nearly identical to the last spirit you encountered here. are quick to note, however, both our legs both arms and half the torso the gruesome Bob Goblin spirit are no longer phantasmal. Hmm. If you were manifesting your torso into reality, which half would you choose first? The goblin has nearly assumed full physical form. That your hammer-wielding foe opens his mouth and appears to speak, but once again, no words reach your ears. As the goblin raises its mighty hammer, you instinctively fall back in a super defensive stance. Without a word, the sinister goblin spirit strides forward and attacks, swinging at you with this ghostly instrument of death. Here we go again. Hammer wielding undead goblin. Brutal strokes, but a couple, another brutal stroke. There's the third one, no problem. Stabity, stab, 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 and slain. I think they're they're getting more HP and more, well, more, more SP. 72 points. The glowing spirit of the hammer-wielding goblin shimmers brightly for a few moments and then vanishes, leaving you once again standing alone before the mossy stone idol. The fog goes. Look at the base of the monument. Six red markings. All right, just got to get one more. More marking. And then I think that will be all the pieces. All right. Approach Approach the idol. Here comes the fog. The gruesome apparition now emerging from the swirling fog that surrounds your monument. It's nearly identical to... Is nearly identical to the last spirit you encountered here. You are quick to note, however, that both legs, both arms, and the entire torso of the gruesome bolt goblin spirit are no longer phantasmal. The goblin has assumed full physical form. What, what, what about the head? What about the head? Is he just no neck McGee? So you can't really tell the difference? Yeah. Well, Full physical form—that includes the head. The, your hammer wieldings, wielding foe, opens his fang-filled mouth and greets you with a grim snarl. Scattered have been the servants of Tekuok. Grumbles the fearsome creature as it steps towards you. The seven flames that brand you are mine to bear, human. A thousand years have I slept. And not for another moment will I deny my master the service of his true champion. Give me his hand. You've certainly realised hideous goblins demanding you hand over the hand of Tekarok. Which still clutches the black gem. Despite... Your misgivings about complying with the vicious creature's demands. You find yourself unable to disobey. And I can't. There is only one option. Give the hand of Tekarok to the goblin. You cautiously step forward and present the hand of Tekarok to the hammer-wielding goblin. The menacing creature snatches the object from you and gazes down upon it as a malicious grin spreads across his hideous face. Without a word, the goblin steps back, his eyes still fixed on the bone hand clutched tightly in his fingers. Suddenly, the goblin begins to fade from view. Before he is gone, his cruel eyes lock onto yours one last time. My master beckons, he growls. We shall meet again, human. It is destined, for we are now one. A strange, though not unpleasant sensation, washes over you as the last trace of the leering creature disappears. You will forever remember the last few moments of of its haunting stare dormant spirit of Tekarok's nameless avatar now reside in the deep recesses of your soul. Okay, that that sounds like a very very, very bad thing. Your melee rating has been permanently increased by two. Your sound points have been permanently increased by two. Okay, okay, I guess it's a good thing. My sta- I've got more power, so it's a good thing. I mean, Power's fun. Uh, <laughs> in the wake of the disappearance of the hammer of hammer-wielding avatar, you are su- pleasantly sufi- surprised to find the seven flame tattoos that adorned your white wrist are gone. To this day, the towering, moss-covered pillar, st- pillasto remains standing in the old northwood. From time to time, you still visit the idol, hoping you'll find a clue or a name to attach to the gruesome, leering face of the savage goblin deity's nameless avatar, who every now and then silently swip, slips in to haunt your dreams. Look, look, you've got a lot of competition when it comes to haunting my dreams. You've got to... Get, get, get in line. Next to the Dreamstone, And all the traumatic things that have happened to me. And I've barely even started. I've got 3,072 experience in general. Which is nice. And 512 experience to all skills and powers. Which is very nice. Alright. And that is the end of Seven Goblins Part 7. And thus, the entire Seven Goblins saga. Now, there's a couple of things I've got to do. The first one thing I want to do is transfer that bonus from the Bladed Ebony staff to something I actually can. Something Sir Crokington can actually use. Technically, there's nothing in the game stopping him from equipping it. But, yeah. You've got got to keep to your arbitrary rules, haven't you? Alright, that that's the first thing. To do that, I have to do the quest muzzle cellar. And then I can talk to her, him, whatever. And he can transfer the... And he can transfer the boost to whatever equipment. So if I ever actually unequip that pumpkin shell boot. I'll have to talk to him to transfer that too. But that's a seven-seven, So that's probably going to stay there for a long, long time. Unless, unless there's some sort of other limited time, time equipment that usurps it. And it's better than any other thing I'm like going to get in the course of the normal adventures. So. But that—that that is, a more long-term, a long-term quest. In the interim, I did say, I did say to the people in the Border ran- Rangers outpost that once I've dealt with this whole goblin thing. That I would help them out. So now. I will. But that will be. In the next. Episode. So I've just got to. Warfoot. Which is pretty nearby. To save. And next time. To the Border Rangers. And until then. Farewell.